beautiful evening to you all and a wonderful week ahead. How are you doing? How's everything going? It's still your favorite show, as usual, the football pop. And as usual, again, I'm still your host, The Ultman. Joining us today, we have a special guest. Before I introduce him, before I go into, in, into the introduction, let's start with um, our co host, as usual, the second hand Fabrizio Romano, Koji. What's up? How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you also? Hope everything is yeah. fine over there. We just did, Jerry, my guy. We are just here. We are just here. We are doing very well. And moving on, moving on, because we have no time to waste our special guest for the day. Eh? <laughs> special guest. The first special guest in the history of the football pub. It's just starting, but then it's the first special guest. So, we have no other than a wonderful person. <laughs> Today is going to be interesting in advance. <laughs> very, very interesting. Because in the land of myth and time of magic, the, <laughs> there comes a, a young warlock. The destiny of this first guest appearance rests on his shoulder. <laughs> it's none other than Jamil. <laughs> Jamil, what's up? Now? How are you doing? Guys, how are you doing? How is everything? Thanks for having me today. And I'm looking forward to what we have to say. It's good to have you, man. It's good to have you, man. There's no, there's no long talk, nothing to drag. We are going straight into business because on Saturday, this past Saturday, we saw some friendly games. On Sunday, we had, so I think Saturday midnight to Sunday morning, we had some other games too. Manchester United faced Aston Villa. It ended 2-2. Aston Villa equalized in the last minute of the match. That's typical United. I hope they don't carry that into the season because they'll be so done for. I think... um. Um, Manchester City faced Bayern Munich and they had just one goal in that game. It's not other than Ellen Alan making the difference, the very big difference. In that game. Let's see what let's Ellen Alan, let's see what he can do this season. So the main issue gonna go that I'm after, that's what I'm rushing. The main issue I'm after. Arsenal versus Chelsea. Arsenal faced Chelsea in a preseason match. Kodri, how was the scholar in the game, please? If I'm correct, Chelsea got their ass whooped and ended to be in a 4-0 loss to Arsenal. Man, I I I I genuinely I genuinely want to see what Thomas Tuchel can do with that in this season. Jamie, what's your take on that match? Arsenal versus Chelsea 4-0. What's your take? What's your expectation coming to this season? Well, um most of the Chelsea fans might argue that well it's just a preseason, it's Arsenal, they are just they may not serious about it. But a clear look at the match will tell you that Arsenal bust Chelsea throughout the game. You know, Tuch- um, Tuchel might be having some problems with his defense line because a lot, as we know, Rudiger has left to Real Madrid, Christensen has gone to Barcelona, and Aspi and Alonso must also be leaving soon. The defense line is having a problem, and Mendy is being average. He's no more the super Mendy we know. Because some of the goals that were even scored, you expect that ah could have saved this yeah. for that. Arsenal really closed the game, exactly. and I think Arsenal are hoping to clinch the Premier League title this season, or even more than that, a Champions League spot. Mm. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this because having Arsenal beat Chelsea not one, not two, not three, and it's not just the first game of the season, like first game of preseason, like Manchester United versus Liverpool. We know that one, both teams were still leggy and all, and how everything went. But this one, there's been a couple of games, couple of games, and unsurprisingly, Chelsea have struggled 
against Club America, they struggled to create chances, they struggled to defend well, and they eventually lost on penalties. Against Arsenal, they were outplayed, they were outnumbered. It was just like it was just like Arsenal were having a training day again because they were every true pass was going through, every long ball was getting to the target. It was just Arsenal being like Chelsea of last season and Chelsea be like Arsenal of last season. Let's see what will happen during the season, all in all. But I feel, I genuinely feel, Thomas Richard is going to have a lot to do to overcome because his attack are not creating enough. His attackers, his midfielders are not creating enough for the attackers. And unsurprisingly, when um, Timo Werner is being, being linked with a loan move to Juventus, God, what do you see Timo, Timo Werner to Juventus? I mean, if Juventus don't get about Morata, which is like the love child between Juventus and Morata. But if they don't get Morata, then Timo Werner comes into the equation. But let's be honest, Timo, Timo Werner is not so prolific. But then if they lose Timo Werner to City, I don't see where they even have like want to get the chance to score more goals because Avat is not prolific. Is not prolific. ZH is also being linked to the move to Racing Milan. Man, Thomas Tuchel has a lot to do this season. And 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 the funny part on this is, Jamie, we are a Barcelona fan. We have seen Barcelona hijacked a couple of Chelsea do this um, this summer. And <laughs> again, we are already saying if Chelsea do not release Asquita and um, and Alonso, they are going to go for screen. Yeah, with a Chelsea target. Um, <clears throat> the problem was that um, Barcelona, um, I think the sporting director and the man in charge of transfer, Matthew Alemani, he does not choose the deals. Like, he kind of like gives this personality that he's not interested or something like that. Then he waits for the media to leak the business deal, the contract details of yeah. the other club that is bidding before wow. he makes an and uh, and and to look at it, they've hijacked a couple of deals already. The Rafinha deal, they've hijacked that one. And Konde is last week, Audrey, we spoke about Konde to Chelsea, and we were very much certain Konde would end up in Chelsea. And surprisingly enough, now it looks like he's headed to Barcelona. Like out of nowhere, Barcelona just came out of. And funny enough, they are not going to pay as much as Chelsea are willing to pay for Konde. How do you think Chelsea are going? Um, sorry, Barcelona are going about this deal. They are paying less money, and they are getting the targets they want. I mean, Barcelona are just basically using the name Barcelona of the past to drive or to influence players' decisions because we all know Chelsea were ready to they've dropped out on a very big offer and Barcelona just come out from nowhere, agreed the personal thing with Kunde, and Kunde was like, well, it's Barcelona, I, I have no other option, I have to go with the best, which, is, which seems to me like it's Barcelona. So, so still talking about transfers, we have seen Kounde getting closer to um, Barcelona's move, and now Chelsea have been forced to release Aspilicueta, who is their club captain, and Marcos Alonso, and they are going for screener. Well, that's still in early stages, but let's see what comes out of that because in football you cannot be certain about anything. And just this evening, um, speaking on transfers, um, Ajax's new manager said they want to keep Anthony. And he said, but in football, you know, any um, anything can happen. Do you think, Jamie, do you think Anthony should make the move to Manchester United? Now, it's not about 
do Manchester United want him? It's about do you think it's right for the player to make the move now to Manchester United? Um, I feel it's definitely right for him to move the club. The manager wants him. The manager is asking for him, and the fans are ecstatic about having him. It will actually be of a great deal for him to play in that kind of condition. It will greatly help with his confidence and all. And I feel he might have to play with the likes of um, Ronaldo and possibly the Jong if the deal is finalized. So it's more like um, linking up with some old friends, people that he has played with, that he knows the kind of way they play and so on. So I feel it should be a great move for him if he moves to Manchester United. And like we all know, the English Premier League is still the number one top league in the world. Everyone will be looking out to watch him and what he has to do. And he can also help the player when it comes to the world best choosing and so on. So I feel it should be a great move for him than for him to remain in the Dutch club. Yeah, I, I, I think I'll go with that too because looking at it, coming to the EPL, you are now more in limelight. You can showcase, and we know Anthony is a very, very skillful player. He can entertain the fans as well as entertain the whole audience watching the EPL. I mean, it's, it's not just. Did you see the flick he did today in that match against Shakhtar I think it's not just it's not just the move for for him now. The move is, is going to work for both him and Manchester United. So let's see if United will test the deal on that one. Because Ajax are, are proving stubborn. They don't want to reduce their valuation on Anthony. And rightly so. We know the um, strikers in the market now are very, very, very expensive. Still on transfer, still on transfer. Let's move straight down to um Syria A. Juventus are still in search for a striker and there have been reports that they are going for Anthony Masia, who United are claiming they do not want to lose this summer. What do you think about that deal? Anthony Masia, should he force a way out or should he just remain as United top nine? Because irregardless of Ronaldo's coming back to training today and all, Masia still looks like the man that um, Tenag will use for it. For this season, at least for this season, Jamie, do you think Martial should stay or should he go to Juve? Um, I feel the best option for him is to probably stay with the club. His form in the preseason has been very, very impressive. Um, I think mm-hmm. last season he was loaned to Sevilla and he actually bought a lot. I I feel he should wait in the Man United squad and actually prove to Tenag that he is what his place in the starting team. So being in Manchester United should not be a bad option for him because there is there are other possibilities that he might get to the Juventus club now and start getting benched. So yeah, I think fighting, fighting for his place on his team should be the best option for him right now. Um, Jamie, don't you feel if him since staying at Manchester United, he has been at the club for more than six, almost six years, if not close to seven years now. Does it? to go to a better not a better league but a lower league such as the Syria whereas he can be able to like maybe, maybe we'll be able to see his full potential in another league exactly. you understand um, just like what Lukaku did um, to my own opinion I feel if he, are, if he still has anything to prove to himself the best place for him to prove that should be in the Premier League and with the Manchester United squad because he has been getting booed by some particular set of fans and there are a lot of expectations for him. So I feel from his form of the preseason and from his Instagram post, 
I feel is actually coming this season to prove to United why he deserves his place and why he wants to be in the club. So I feel from the player angles, he wants to stay, he does not want to move. And I'm hoping the manager can also see that side too and consider him. Yeah, I, I think he will stay eventually because he has been United best player on pre- on the preseason tour. Or let me say United best attacker. Let me put it that way. He has been United best attacker in the preseason tour. I would rate him slightly above Sancho because he has played like a nine properly during this preseason tour. During this preseason. And just what I am seeing right now, there's a move. Um, uh, there's a move on Luis Suarez. There's rumors that Suarez is going to move to Nationali. I don't know. Do you do you think Suarez should come back to Europe? Kodri, do you think Suarez should come back to Europe? To be honest, I don't even know the club <laughs> you mentioned. I, I just saw it just now. It just popped up on <laughs> my phone. It, it, it's his boyhood club. It's his boyhood yeah, club. Yeah, it's his boyhood club, understandably. But then, Suarez is still a top striker. I, I feel Suarez is a level above um, Robert Lewandowski. All respect to Lewandowski. He has had a wonderful two to three years. But Suarez is just, I don't know, is exceptional to me. It's just that one inch above Lewan for me, in my opinion, because Suarez is 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 not just a goal scorer; is a complete forward. Unlike Lewan, Le- I feel Lewan is just a goal scorer. It's not that I'm bashing or anything or banter. When about, but when you, when you talk about drive, passion, the ability and the sniff and the craziness, you just keep on scoring and being the complete striker. Yes, Luis Suarez will be the one to. Exactly. exactly. So, and we have seen him but um, we have seen him in Barca for, for how many years now? He has been wonderful, especially when Messi he and Messi were both in top form. They were wonderful. They were something you don't want to play against. Because they would they eventually they would score you. Though they've had a down few downtimes in the Champions League, but then Luis Suarez, I think I think he, he, he should still stay in Europe, in my opinion. I think he should yeah, still stay in Europe. I don't want I feel what what um what the proper player is probably thinking is maybe he's considering his age that and the decline i think he, he played for atletico madrid last season and he was actually in a very good form he actually helped them clinch the la liga title which they have not yeah. won for close to like three to four years now so i feel the player just feels like maybe it's time to solidified my um my career here i have i've made several impacts and maybe it's just time to leave it for the big boys to compete maybe it's time to just go back home i think that's what the player feels because i think it should be like 37 or so now so maybe the player just feels it's time to move to a lesser league yes, Sorry, there's an exclusive info I just got right now, which is United are about to get a bid for Anthony. Let's watch out for that. That will be very, very interesting. It will be very, very interesting because I think this this bid, this sorry, this bid coming out at this time, you know, Ronaldo just returned to training today. Time is there's been an update on maybe Ronaldo's status on the team. Maybe he's going to stay or maybe he's going to leave. Because United willing looking to bid for Anthony at this point in time, there's been an update on on um, Ronaldo's situation. I am very sure about that. But let's let's just wait and see how that plays out. I really on, do hope United gets him. On the Ronaldo situation, the club are just keeping mute. They don't want to release 
He also signed Lenglet. I wonder what he's cooking with. That was obviously your loan. <laughs> maybe maybe he just needed a backup center back. Maybe he just needed a backup center back. At least, at, least, we, at least we won't have only one Maguire in the whole Premier League. In the whole of Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> Maguire duo. Please, respect, respect to Harry Maguire. He has the biggest head in the league. Please, respect. Harry, Harry. Oh well, well uh, uh, jokes aside, jokes aside. I think Conte will do well with with um, Tottenham, but let's let's see. I don't want to because last week I said Conte will go to Chelsea, and now look at everything. So let me let me just don't let me see anything again. Um, there's there's reports that Arsenal are still looking to spend in this transfer window because I just wanted to touch on transfer mainly because a lot is going on. A lot is going on. Arsenal are supposedly going to sign Tillemans. I mean, they've been on this deal since a lot, a long time now. So I don't know. I don't know. I I do think Tillemans would be a great addition for them, but I don't see the deal materializing because it's like Leicester are going to lose their best midfielder. I don't think okay, Madison was used to be their best midfielder, but Tillemans, Tillemans has like been that that figure for them throughout the past two seasons or so. So Jamil. Tillemans, is it going to be a good move for him going to us now? And will it be a good move for Leicester selling Tillemans? It should, it should be a good move for them. Um, they also what happened with Jimmy Vardy. He had chances to leave the club or he had to stay because he felt he had some connections with them. So I feel Yuri Tillemans moving to Arsenal should be a very great addition to Arsenal because you all have seen him. The guy he can play. He knows. He knows how to um, press to press very well. He can also drop. He's a very good passer. And I feel he can adapt to Arsenal style of play, which is more like the tiki taka too. So I feel it would be great for Tillemans to join Arsenal. But don't you think it would be a big loss for Leicester? I mean, there's there's really not anybody on the level of Tillemans in their midfield. Especially on the attacking side. Um, they will look. They will look for a replacement. Uh, there will, will always be other players in the positions. They will look for a replacement. They will definitely look for it. Madison uh, has been quite promising too, but he's, he's more like this on and off player, on and off player. That week, Madison might score an hat trick. The next week, he will completely ghost in the match. So Madison to my pick up the rule, but he will just have to improve more. I think yeah, 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 play to uh, Madison. He plays well every time I've seen him against United. So <laughs> he's, he's not a one club player now. He's not a one club player. <laughs> he's not a one club player. He's not a one club player now. Come on, yeah. So I think I think we have touched a few bits, and I think let's let let me go to this crazy one because supposedly Ellen Allen said, um, Pep is crazy and he likes him. Like we all know, Pep is crazy. It's no news again. Pep has always been that that tactician that does the wrong things in the very in the hot moments. Don't put it that way. Now Alan is coming to confirm it to the old world. Pep is crazy and he likes him like that. Alan in Manchester City. Do you see him flourishing absolutely, or do you see him flourishing and struggling? Because in my opinion, I think he will flourish absolutely. <laughs> But let's, let's what do you have for us? Do you think he can he can do you think he will struggle? Because it's the Premier League, we know how tough it can get, we know how the defenders can be, the referees they, they might overlook a lot of things. So do you think 
Alan will flourish very well in Manchester City. Okay. Um, I feel definitely he's going to flourish because he played for Borussia Dortmund before. He didn't add. He didn't have world class midfielders in Man City. He's having players like the like of Kevin De Bruyne, um, Bernardo Silva, Gundogan, um, Cancelo too. So I feel he's going to then. We also have another young star joining um, joining Man City who has joined too, Julian Alvarez, who is also very beautiful. I think Alvarez is very pretty. I mean, you can even have me as a as a striker for Man City. It's just, it's just, and they bring us. I think they bring us is going to be very, very good this season. I don't know why. He's going to. Be, He's just, just too good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think that 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 would be something to watch out for, Ellen Island. And I think the network is 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 breaking a little bit. I don't know. I don't know if any of you can see it. Are you guys there? Hello, hello. Are you guys there? (laughs) You just have to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Get up, Javi. Are you here? Yeah. So I said, um, as we have seen over previous season, from his move from um, one league to another, we have seen that Ireland is someone that adapts quickly to a team. He quickly fits into their style. He's a striker who is very strong, and he knows just when to shoot, just when to pass, and he has this very strong shot. So I feel he's going to adapt straight to the Premier League, and he's not going to be having issues like our brother Tim Wena. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I absolutely agree with you on that one. Absolutely, because I think he's the best young striker in the world right now. Actually, right now. Mm-hmm. Right now, he's the best young striker in the world. I know a few people be taking a dig at me. Um, uh, uh, Kylian Mbappe. Don't give me Kylian Mbappe. Mbappe is, is, is a complete footballer let me say it's a complete forward because he can play in any of the three positions up front and he will play absolutely well but you see this Elena land of a guy he's a robot and he will just he, the only thing he knows how to do is to score goals so just let's just leave it like that please <laughs> well but i think we are going on to the you know that news um julian's kamaka or salamandra has been announced <laughs> by Ham. so yeah, kamaka oh, to Westham. There we go. Yes, you were actually in the race for that guy, so I don't know. I don't know why. I think I think PSG dropped because they they signed this other guy, this tall. I've forgotten his name. Ekitike or Inketike or something. Ekitike, yeah, Ekitike, Ugo Ekitike. When they signed Ekitike, I think that's when they let Kamaka for um West Ham and Charles De Catelere too has been. There's been rumors he's going to Milan, he's going to lead. But I think Milan are leading the race for Charles. And I've seen him play maybe twice or so. I think it's going to be a very good move for him going to Milan over Leeds. Because you are coming to the Premier League as a young striker, a young footballer. If you if you don't get it right in the first few games, you are going to struggle. Because Premier League will come at you, the fans will come at you, everybody will come at you. But I've seen it with Darwin Nunez. He, he struggled just for two, three games, and the whole world has come for his head. <laughs> I mean, he, he, rightly so. He has had a few bad moments in training and during matches, but I don't think Darwin Nunez is going to struggle. But that's not a topic for this podcast today because we have spoken about that twice now. 
um let me just pick this little one on united because we have talked about martial living so there's been news about united interested in benjamin sesco there's there's been a few rumors a few um out out calls that is is the next Ellen Allard. Well, I don't get in, I don't think there's any next Ellen Allard. I've not seen him play that much. I've watched a few clips. It's still raw for me. Well, um, Kodri, as a United fan, Benjamin says school to United. What do you think about it? As a backup, yes. As a starting striker, no. Simple as Absolutely that. not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, Jamie, have you seen Sesco clips or anything? Jamo Piper, are you here with us? I think the network is is, is, is going crazy, is going well right now. Hello. <laughs> are you here with us? Hello, I'm here with you. Ah, so Benjamin Sesco, do you have what's your opinion on him as a whole? Benjamin Sesco, this supposedly next in Holland. I feel is is good, but there are still room for improvement. Um, a lot of room for He's, he's not up to Ireland level. I've watched some of his clips here. He can dribble, he can pass the ball well, and he knows just when to shoot. But I still feel there's still more room for improvement for him to be ranked on the plates of the world best. So he's good, but there's, there's still room for more improvement. I don't think he's on Ireland level right now. Yeah, let's let's. I, I, I genuinely think he can improve under the right manager. I think he can improve. Um, one of the big ones that we'll be closing up with, one of the big ones, John Klopp has supposedly said in an interview that um, on the long run, by the end of the season, Manchester City will be champions again. Jamie, who do you think will win the Premier League this season? Just after everything we have seen so far, who do you think is more likely to win the Champions League? I mean, with transfers, with precisions, who do you think will win the Premier League? I miss me to be sarcastic, Asna. <laughs> you know that 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 that's not going to happen. He's, he's just trying to build Kwam's confidence. <laughs> oh, all Asna fans, but honestly, in my opinion, I don't see that happening. I think they eventually. The thing is, Ateta has a young squad, so having to use that, he has to have drilled them to a particular level. For them to be able to compete for over 38 games with other competitions to be able to come close to winning the league because i'm not um, going to mention them winning the league in the same statement statements it can't work this <laughs> season will definitely be within liverpool and manchester city again we all know what your game club is trying to do here another form of mind games and when you get to mid-season is going to start watching several statements about keepers player the referee VAR, and so on it's the, the same tactics we see every season so i feel this season is definitely between liverpool and manchester city but i feel manchester city still have the edge over um over Liverpool because they have this new young man now and in Ireland and we know that what that guy do most is score. He knows how to score and Man City will be needing lots of goals if they want to win the league over Liverpool. I am going to be very, very honest with everybody right now. If you are listening to this, this is coming from the bottom of my heart. I genuinely think <clears throat> I don't know. I genuinely think Tottenham Hotspur 
Anthony Conte's Tottenham Hotspur will win the league next season. I don't know why. I don't know how. But I genuinely feel if they don't win that league, then they have to start. Because it's always been like, it's always been like, Conte wins the league in every second season. It has always been like that. Everywhere he has gone to the second season, he wins the league. So I'm backing him with all my might now. I, the Utsman, I'm packing content. <laughs> I'm packing content to win that league again. This Premier League for, for, for Tottenham. And let's see if Son and King can just do their thing and get to the right line. Sure. Country, who do you think is winning the league? When you, when you said Tottenham will win the league, I remember Lengley at the back. So I think it's a rubbish argument. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's going to be this is going to be a tough one it's going to be a tough one especially at the top of the table but let's so, just see what happens yeah. what prediction do you want do you want me to go as a fan of a club or just normal no, prediction me, in your honest opinion don't be sentimental towards your club United are not going to win it this season don't be sentimental you, do, you don't have to bust my bubbles <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but for you, you but for you we all know who we do it again. Guardiola is always Guardiola <laughs> Manchester City. I yeah, want that like, man to live so fast. He's making the league boring. To be honest, he's making the league boring. But then, we are seeing some actually incredible, beautiful football. You, can, you if just can't Liverpool, If Liverpool had not won it, I think two seasons ago, we will have Man City winning it for five straight seasons or so. That's, that's, that's uncalled for for a supposed best league in the world, though. My opinion. I know Bayern and um um PSG have done it countless times in same Bundesliga and League One. But this is the Premier League we are talking about now. We want to see some Leicester moments. Wants to see want to see Arsenal fighting for top four again. Want to see <laughs> want to see many more of stuff like that. I think that should be the last one for today. Chamu, thank you so much for being here with us today. It's been a, a wonderful time. The past thirty six minutes has been. <laughs> utterly beautiful and um uh, we would like to have you some other time honestly we would like to have you some other time it's, it's so unfortunate you don't have the time to share your honest opinion on Lionel Messi I'm not going to give you that room even though I'm not going to leave you so let's just leave let's leave that one anyway because I know who you are when it comes to Lionel Messi and um Kondri thank you again for being Santola Quata today <laughs> whichever way it works I'm always here we're always there for you and to everybody listening to us it's been a, this is just the third episode. You can wait for more. See you next Friday as usual. Bye. God, ciao, ciao. Thank you. God, why Why? Why? See you guys later. See you guys later. Thank you so much for listening to our our ranting and shouting about whatever is happening in the transfer world. Thank you so much. See you guys next Friday. <laughs>